Take a sip now, we're not going to have time later. Buckle up, everyone. This is Rio and Theo Talk Recovery. Hello, I'm Rio, and uh, <laughs> she's taking a sip. She'll be ready to mm -hmm. talk yeah, in a I'm second. Ready. Yeah. Okay. Theo, hello. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and welcome to uh, our podcast about recovery and spirituality and Buddhism and probably many other things that we'll talk about over the next mm -hmm. few minutes. So uh, I think um, Theo wanted to uh, start us off this week into our discussion of forgiveness. Yeah, so what's, what's funny is that when I text you and asked if you wanted to talk about forgiveness, that was like two weeks ago, right? And so much has happened since then. So I know that there was like a catalyst moment. I was in my car uh, doing something, you know, or like thinking about something. I was obviously driving, but I was thinking about something and I thought, oh man, we should talk about forgiveness. Um, and then I was also listening to Flowbot's no handlebars and uh, I was like or we should talk about ego because that's what that song reminds me of um <clears throat> so I don't know what the catalyst was but I can say that like since I proposed that um forgiveness has just been kind of like a theme I've been thinking a lot about what that means and what it's meant to me and it is not something I thought about a lot before I got sober right it was uh I thought forgiveness could only exist if, like, the other person owned whatever, like, harm I thought they had done to me um, or, like, apologized. like, And so I just never really offered forgiveness to anyone <laughs> because I, I also thought it was a thing that people had to uh, <clears throat> earn, I guess, um, or deserved. And what's interesting about that is the way that I thought about forgiveness with other people was very, it very much reflected into the way that I thought about forgiveness for myself. You know, um, I thought it was something I had to earn, something that I deserved or I did not deserve. Um, and I spent a lot of time just trying to distract from any like really my life in general you know um so owning things and apologizing were also not central to who I was so after I got sober I remember somebody telling me like forgiveness has nothing to do with the other person and that was like earth shattering to me I had never thought about it that way it didn't make any sense but at the same time it created this avenue to like a liberation from the like prison of holding anger and resentment at other people that I had never really considered. And so that I remember taking that. I that's another one of those things that I remember being in the car. I was in the car with my friend Jamie, who like I used to get fucked up with before I got sober. And he was telling me like what forgiveness meant to him. And I was like, holy shit, man. Like I could have that then, you know, like I could have it if I don't have to wait for somebody else to own it. And I could have it if I don't have to wait for an apology. And I could have it if like, if I don't have to earn it, you know, I could have it even if I don't deserve it. And so it changed the way that I thought about forgiveness with other people. And it changed the way that I thought about forgiveness with myself. Um, and that was really important for a while, you know, um, and then somewhere at about like five to seven years, I, I kind of started to backslide. Um, and I don't know if it was, I don't know if I'd call it backsliding. I remember I had a mentor at that time who said like, what does forgiveness mean to you? Or like, what does it look like in action? And I thought forgiveness, it's like, um, I can forgive, but you don't forget. And the way that I thought about that, and and I still think that there's some value to it, you know, and like, I can forgive other people and be free from that myself, but not forget kind of who they are um, and the things that they've done so that I can maintain 
uh, like healthy boundaries in those relationships. And I think there's some value to that, but I think that it's tricky because if I try to apply that definition of forgiveness to myself, um, I am still beating myself up for everything that I've done, like forgive, but I don't forget. I still have this long list of grievances, you know? Um, and so that had to kind of evolve as well. And I started, that's really, it kind of moved into this place of having to see people as entire humans instead of single actions or even like a handful of actions or even like 40 to 50% of their actions, you know? Um, I, and that really, I mean, it brings me kind of up to this week or last week, I was sitting in a meditation group and um, one of my friends talked about like forgiveness is a gift that you give to others that allows them to be human. Um, and I was like, oh, I love the way that that's framed because it's not just your run of the mill, like forgiveness is allowing other people to be human. It is a gift that you give to others and realistically to yourself, you know, um, because it creates this opportunity for me to gift myself the ability to be imperfect and to be like human, which is like innately uh, fucked sometimes, you know? <laughs> um, and so we were talking about that. And then I loved what I'm going to run through all my notes just now, all of it. Um, no, it's great. We're gonna all... <laughs> we did this, we did this meditation and in the medic meditation, uh it's from the refuge recovery book right um uh <laughs> and it's let me care about the suffering and confusion of others let me respond with empathy and mercy and it's like i care about the suffering and confusion of a lot of people um but often not those who i fucking dislike you know, I'm not thinking about their suffering or their confusion, but they are experiencing it. And I'm not always meeting it with mercy and empathy. I mean, like, really, like, to the contrary, I'm usually meeting it with criticism and judgment and ego and elitism, you know, like thinking that I am superior. Um, and so that's been something that I've just been chewing on in the last week is thinking about what relationships and what events uh, or situations am I incapable or have I been incapable of um, of meeting with mercy and empathy and caring about the suffering and confusion of others? You know, like there, there's a long list of ideologies and behaviors that I thus far cannot apply those feelings towards, you know, um, and then thinking about like what walls that creates in myself. And then I think about where, how often I don't care about my own suffering and confusion. And I try to just like balls to the wall, get through it. Uh, because like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. You know? Um, and where's the mercy and empathy in that? So, so that's what I've been thinking about with forgiveness. And I, um, I would love to know, what has been your process with that? You know, um, where has that, I guess just like simply to begin with, like, how would you define forgiveness today versus how have you in the past? Very similar to um, how you felt in the past. Um, it's something that neither needs to be earned or, um, is, I, is either deserved or undeserved, um, for sure. Um, and I wouldn't even say that I'm very good at um, expressing forgiveness now. Mm. Like, like, there's definitely people that I had to... So, okay. I... Uh, I have I have the big resentment, right? Like the one big, big bad resentment. Mm -hmm. And I've done a lot of meditation time working on that. Yeah. You 
um, I think I mentioned before, it's the, you know, like whenever I do that forgiveness meditation out of the refuge book, um, it's always the same. Um, or I'm sorry, Dharma recovery book. Uh, mm. spoke. I, uh, I, it's always the same. It's always the same person. Um, and it's that for a reason, uh, because it's, it's my big main, it's my big main one. So mm. the, the, the effort is being put forward on my end to alleviate my suffering. And like, like I suppose to, um, to be really specific, um, my definition of forgiveness, and this is, I, I actually like, like, like this, the subject is so perfectly timed because actually the meditation group I, I, I'm going to, this is the month where they focus on forgiveness. So um, I've heard many great things over the last week about it. Um, mm. My favorite one probably being that um, forgiveness is expressed as space. And it's giving the other person space to be better um, mm. or, or, or to grow. And I thought, I thought that, that was really wonderful. Um, kind of has very good intentions for the other person while still expressing the fact that you don't need to exist in that space for that to happen. Yeah. And sometimes it's, it's best that you don't. Mm -hmm. it's, sometimes it's best um, to stay as far away from that space as humanly possible for both of your safety, which leads me to my other, to my other uh, point that this person that I'm attempting to forgive, um, I can try and do, and to some extent, I'm succeeding at getting better about it. But I still need that person to know that they're not to be a part of my life. Period. Sure. Full stop. And, yeah. uh, and, it, and it's primarily for their safety because things, um, I don't have enough space for that for him. Hmm. And I still have to uh, grow um, to be able to do that. And um, it's something that I don't wish, I don't wish bad things to happen to him, but for both of our sake, we should be as far away from each other as possible. Um, I don't know if you heard that beep or not, but a beep just went off my computer. But anyway, I did not um, hear it. Great. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> I, oh, I just I think you make a really important point or like caveat to to everything that we're talking about with forgiveness is that like it doesn't mean that I have that you have to be best friends with the person, you know, or even like maintain a relationship with them. Um, it's it's a lot of times not the best route for everyone, you know, and then, and some people do, some people find ways to maintain relationships when, when they're navigating it. But I don't think that it's, um, it's definitely not necessary. Right. And I mean, he, um, he, uh, te he texted me like six months ago and I was extremely aggressive about the amount of, like, like, like the amount of space that he had in my life, like, which is none, none, zero. Mm. Do not. You're, I, I politely request that you don't be a part of anything that I do ever again, please. Mm -hmm. And um, that's like, does, like, like, I feel like people have somewhat of a misconception about Buddhism in general, based on how people view monks. Mm. And I feel that sometimes people see Buddhism as a passive expression. Yeah. Rather, you know, you know, the, oh, you have to be meek, or you have to always be kind, or you have to be all of these different things. And, um, that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. Um, sometimes, especially when, you know, boundaries and, you know, narcissistic personalities are concerned, 
they have to be made extremely aggressively mm. for uh, both persons' safety. Now, you know, that's that's not to say that I did anything um, violent towards this person or I did anything to, you know, cause cause irreconcilable harm um, or, you know, or that was not my intention. But it has to be very clear that you like 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 you know what I mean like I still yeah well it's like you've talked about before is that uh at least in the sense of like Buddhism being this like passive thing you know um is that when you start looking at like the Bodhavistas like they are not always these like super calm peaceful passive entities you know that some of them uh Mahakala you've talked about like just a couple weeks ago you know um like it all comes from a place of compassion but it's like rain down fucking hell man you know uh and sometimes preserving the like the integrity of like the path that we would like to be on requires very firm and direct boundaries on how we will participate with others yeah exactly and um so yeah um when you say like it's not personal is and it's not really like about you is that a part of like the forgiveness process for you to be able to like acknowledge that um kind of like the harms done are not personal to you or directed at you um so much as they are just like um like injustice injustices or um or like oppressions that are kind of like built into the system like does that help to think about it that way that's where i was basically that's basically where i was going with it is that like it's it's i am a I was an upper middle class cisgendered white guy. Mm-hmm. And that shit and that system didn't work for me. I, right. I could only imagine um just seeing how that equates to the people that I know that are still there and how that that system does not serve them in the slightest. Absolutely. And, and that yeah. might be a better way to leave that. Um and that's really what that boiled down to is like it it fucking sucks to lose as much as i did but i'm not the only one yeah well and <clears throat> i'm not alone uh, in my suffering um, right we don't treat mental health crises very well here uh we don't really treat uh physical health crises very well here um we don't create a lot of accessibility for people in either of those arenas. Um, and interestingly, with Oklahoma being one of the poorest states, um, the rampant classism that exists here as well is uh, wild. Fucking horrifying. Yeah. Wild to me. Uh, right. Yeah. And, and like that, I did not mean for that to like, spin out of control into like a whole critique on you know but but listen this stuff is important to forgiveness because this is what i'm talking about this is the part where i struggle with extending that mercy and that empathy and that let me understand other people or care about people's confusion and suffering so i think that it's relevant i like i also don't want to talk shit um, but I do think that it's I mean, important for us to like shine light and acknowledge these things that we struggle with, the things that impede us from the ability to offer forgiveness. You know, where is where are our sticking points? Sorry, I keep cutting you off. No, I, I mean, and that's true. And the sticking points are the like the mental health care I got mm. from Oklahoma was dog shit. It was awful. Mm. Like like the care and acknowledgement that I received from the people in my life while I was having the crisis, absolutely unacceptable. All of those people, save for one, um, no, save for none, that were indifferent to what I was experiencing are not a part of my life and will never be again, right? But 
for every one of those people. Like, like, and this is the process that I go through is for every one of those people, there's people with names like Emily, Bob, Phil, Theo, like Jared, you know, Greg, you know, others that, you know, <laughs> countless other Abby, like countless other people that did care for her and were there and were able to reach a handout and help and were able to give me space to talk and were able to, you know, allow me to be. And for every, you know, like, like it's just not, again, I'm not trying to fucking spiral this out into like a fucking political conversation about the state of America, but I mean, that's exactly, let's be real. <laughs> that's just not a society I want to be a part of. If I had the choice, it's just not. Yeah. And it's not unique to, to that location. It's unique to a lot of places. And it's not, it's not something that I want to stand on a soapbox and decry. It's just, um, there's not, not enough resources to go around, um, apparently. Unless you're the military or a bank, and then there's plenty. But anyway, um, yeah. The the um, that's where it's tough, you know. People, people in Oklahoma rely on community and peer-led groups to provide critical mental health services. They do. Well, and resources even. And resources. You know, not just for mental health, but for you know basic needs and survival. Food. Yeah. Insulin. <laughs> the, like, and all of that being said is, is to say that that is where I landed with that difficulty is it's, it's, to what you've said as well um and i totally understand like take whatever out that makes sense but um i do think that there's value to looking at the sticking points i do think it there's value to looking at like what makes forgiveness difficult you know what makes it difficult to extend um because if for me it isn't until that i've kind of like uncovered some of that that i'm able to try to find solutions to it, you know, or try to find ways to navigate or work around it, you know? Um, otherwise, I just think like, fuck these guys. Like I cannot offer them forgiveness. I cannot offer them empathy and mercy. I cannot like provide any of that there. So I'm just like, not going to, you know, but if I, if I take it out and I look at it, I'm like, man, this is brutal. You know, this is brutal and it's painful and I'm so mad and I'm so like disheartened, you know, um, I have to feel all of that first before I can get to that place of like, you know, I heard somebody in, in our group last week when we were talking about forgiveness say like, I want to want to want to care about the suffering <laughs> and confusion of some, you know, like I, I want to want to want it, you know, um, because I, I don't like, I don't even want to want to yet. Um, and that's, that's probably getting really like convoluted and stuff, but like, I, I do think it's important to make that space and I do think that there's value to recognizing that it's not personal you know um the the Oklahoma is not out to get Rio or Theo you know no. um <laughs> it's just the way that it is here you know and that is not a justification I would like to make that very very clear that that is not a justification we are doing no boys will be boys here um but the truth of this situation is there are things going on here that um, the, what, say it. 
the classism, misogyny, mm-hmm. and boys will be boys shit that I saw while I was there blows my fucking mind. Yeah. Well, like, in, in, in communities that are supposed to be spiritually based. People. Yes, 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 yes. The, the most conservative Christian place in the world is the least interested in helping its own people I've Mm. ever met. I've just like, it shatters my understanding of reality. And and the the whole reason that I'm having a hard time talking about this is because like, I do actually want to talk quite a bit on the deficit of mental health services in Oklahoma and the deficit of economic opportunity and the deficit of, yeah, like like this. Just call it like like and the surplus of indifference that certain groups of people in Oklahoma have towards their own. But it's not. I just don't. I think that might be for another time. So uh, let me like let me strip all that nonsense out and reiterate reiterate once again that there for for every person that 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 was indifferent to my crisis um there 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 was another that uh surprised me you right. know what i mean people who loved you yeah 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 and, and like that, oh go ahead just that is one thing that i will say I, i've talked to um i talked to some friends recently who were trying to figure out if they wanted to have kids here um you know, if they, if they wanted to raise kids here and (laughs) in a lot of ways they don't, you know, um, they want to have kids, but they don't want to do it here, uh, for a lot of reasons. But what they said was the one thing that they would miss would be the community. Um, because, and I do think, and I, I think that you touched on it earlier that we, we do rely on one another we do take care of each other. Um, and I think it's because so many of us have experienced um, the the disheartening and the brutal and the, um, the saddening reality of some of our accesses to health here or to, to care here. Um, and so we've, we've really kind of like shown up for one another. And I, I agree there. I mean, <clears throat> there are a ton of people out there that I, I don't participate with, you know, but the community and the family that I've built here, the like chosen family that I've built here has, um, it's just like incomparable, you know? Uh, so I am grateful for that. And I think that it's a good thing to remember. And let me, let me take all of the like extremely passionate because like, like I'm passionate about it because it affects other people. Like it's not yeah. it's like my friends who are still there and there's no easy solution to any of it. Um, it's just, it's just not, if the world knew how Oklahoma truly was, they might think it's closer to a third world country in some ways than, the, you know, the heartland of the greatest nation on, on planet earth. But I think I- a lot of America, I'm sure that there are plenty of disenchanted people who realize that that's not the case, you know, like, uh, but I mean, you get under the hood in, uh, Southern California, you might say the same thing. So it's sure. And so much of it is based on experience. You know, there are people that I know that would not describe Oklahoma and like people that I know and love and care about that would not describe it the way that like you and I would you know um and so so much is based on experience and I did so I wanted to ask how these dicking points do they create dicking points in your ability for self-forgiveness no and they don't even really create sticking points for like a practice of forgiveness for specific other people. I still try. 
I, I still make the effort. I still do the action. Um, like, like, and I mean that there's in a lot of, like, this might sound real hokey, but I mean, I don't get to be who I am without those experiences. Yeah. Like, like who I am and who I'm going to become and who I get to grow into, um, is, is, uh, you know, can't be separated from those things. Yeah. Those experiences that I had that, you know, that will, will color my perception going ahead. So, I mean, there is always a benefit on the other side. Well, I mean, you know, go ahead. Does that sound like real close to gratitude, man? Um, I was doing a meditation this morning and it was talking about, uh, it was like, about health and stuff like that but uh having gratitude for like the difficult things that occur you know because they create a space to slow down to look at things to grow you know to do things differently like if i did not have the experiences that i have that have made forgiveness in some areas difficult um I wouldn't be the person that I am yeah you're right you know uh it's forced me to grow into this person I wouldn't have the community that I do I wouldn't be a member of a community the way that I am you know and, I, I spent plenty of time not giving a shit about other people you know right right I just um I you know at some point in the future you know I'm going to be walking on the beach in the uh, Pacific Northwest with two appropriately aged dreadlocked women. <laughs> and it's going to be all worth it because I, I don't get one without the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This has been so heavy. Forgiveness is way too heavy. I'm just saying, so let's give some I told, like, I mean, we could have talked about, handlebars the handlebar song and I, <laughs> like, like because I, I there's, offered both <laughs> there's, there's just so much wrapped up in it because it's like it's it's just like i could spend the next you know lifetime probably will talking about some of the things that happened to me and affected me and people that i cared about and just like it's it's hard to uh not get stuck in that mud so i'm just gonna well, it's still in the making yeah, I'm, yeah like like i'm like i'm halfway there so so this is my quick hit list for uh better choice of work <laughs> <laughs> a quick list of things you know that that for like that forgiveness means to me okay so Forgiveness for me is space. It is the acknowledgement of the humanity of the person involved. Mm -hmm. And it's it's not a uh, like like it's not a like it's not a checkbox. It's it's a growth. Like 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 forgiveness is an action of growth. And at its best, it's I see you yawning <laughs> at its best. It gives me the ability to grow and the opportunity for the other person to. Yeah. So, um, but that's, but that being said, it's, it's, it's a very sticky, awkward thing because I'm, you know, I'm sure there's someone that feels the exact same way about me. I might be on. Sure. I might be on someone's hit list for all I know. <laughs> oh, I am definitely on somebody like when somebody is practicing out there practicing forgiveness or like trying to practice forgiveness there you know like uh well and I, I think that that's interesting because so I did misspeak mis I must I misspoke earlier um about the meditation from last week that was actually compassion meditation is super relevant when it comes to forgiveness um wait you just stopped I can't hear you
here. Can you hear me now? Yep. Okay. I unplugged and plugged in my headphones. Okay. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, <laughs> uh, fuck. What was I saying? Oh, just the the meditations, the forgiveness meditations that I have done, like, in Dharma recovery, you know? Um, and it's always, like, offering forgiveness to myself and then offering forgiveness to those who have hurt me. And then it's asking forgiveness from those I have hurt. And it's not a thing that I go out and I ask forgiveness, but it's like a, a part of the meditation, right? And so I now I'm all thrown off because of the like the headphone thing. Um, no, it's cool. There was a reason that I said that. And I don't remember what it is, but I guess if people were listening to whatever happened before maybe it makes sense now and my what, <laughs> what you said in the opening 10 minutes is so good that it doesn't matter it's, okay cool it's such so a I good fuck it up now yeah. yes <laughs> yeah. i like, like i was gonna say we don't have to stop of course but like next week we got to talk about something fluffy like yeah like i'm like, telling you handlebars flowbots flowbots 100 percent more dreadlocked women um like just just the whole nine yards like it's it's not an easy thing to talk about especially when you're no. still like trying to you know, reconcile because, because it's not, it's like, it's almost like forgiving yourself for not being done yet. Like forgiving yourself yeah. for not being there with it. That's, that's why I asked the question earlier is does it create sticking points for you? Because I, for myself, I can think about all of the places that like I have forgiven people, you know, um, and then when I can't either sometimes and not with the things we've been talking about today specifically, but there are times when I feel like I can use that kind of like against myself, be like, oh, God, if only you were better at forgiveness, you know, um, but I think that even that is important to acknowledge, you know, like all of the, the, if this was easy it would not be a very interesting topic you right. know if if it was just like yes this is how you do forgiveness you know you offer it to yourself you offer it to the people that have hurt you you offer it to those you have hurt and then uh you're cured and don't done. worry about it yeah done don't worry about it anymore you know um that's not the way that it works though. And even for people who I do consider myself a very forgiving person um, or a person, and I wasn't, I was not, but today it is an easier practice for me, but there are still places where I fucking cannot, you know, and that's important for me to know too. The, um, like, like, so, so it's not, like, like it's muddy. It's the mud, you know, that they talk about when, mm. when they talk about the lotus bloom. The lotus, yeah. That. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, like it is the mud. Like, like that's what it feels like to me. And I mean, I'm, what also helps is the absolute acknowledgement that I fuck shit up too. Like, yeah. Like, like, yeah. like I'm right there. Like, right. like it's this acknowledgement of my own humanity and my own, yeah. like, difficulty like going through life like i you know i won't uh i don't know because i don't talk talk to everyone but you know there's there's like things that i have done that warrant an apology mm -hmm. things that i have done that weren't amends things that i have mm -hmm. done that weren't you know like like it's the acknowledgement that you're not on some high tower yeah pointing judgment down at people yeah. within this human experience that we're all having, like these things happen and it's how do I deal with it in a way that's compassionate to me and reduces yeah. harm for everyone in the future? 
or yeah. as many people as in the future. And that doesn't have to be passivity. That doesn't have to look like, you know, that doesn't have to look like gro- you know, groveling for forgiveness. That sure. can still acknowledge the nobility and humanity of both both groups involved. Yeah. It's just it's like 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 it's like um, you know that's how I get to be free at the end of the day is, yeah. is through this process. Like like I don't really care if I feel free, light, expansive, spacious, and like happy, it bothers me a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, oh, go ahead. I just, I think that's the shift, right? I think that that's kind of the, the transitional part of forgiveness as a concept is that maybe, hmm, maybe, Okay, so at times I can focus too much on forgiveness or the act of forgiveness. And instead, maybe my focus could be on compassion or maybe my focus could be on like um, remaining heart-centered or my focus could be on equanimity. You know, my focus doesn't have to be on (laughs) how do I forgive these wrongs? But it can be, how do I shift my awareness to not living in, like, what I do consider violence, you know, it's like an internal violence when I'm in that space of unforgiveness and, like, only, um, like, zoomed in or, like, on the, like, injustices and oppressions and, like, how fucked things can be, you know? Um right. So I think that there's a lot of wisdom in what you just said in shifting that awareness. Like, how can I be freer? How can I be more open in light um, rather and, than how do I forgive? And, and like the good part of that is like, is that that makes it much easier for me to heal from that because it's like the arrow struck me. Right. I, pull, I pulled the arrow out, but the wound has to heal. Yeah. And so as that wound is healing and as I'm becoming that more exuberant, compassionate, you know, spacious person, um, you know, mm-hmm. the bigger version of myself that, you know, that more heart centered version of myself that I would love to be. Um, the benefit of that is that I carry that with me and do everything I do in the future, which mm-hmm. stops me from, you know, being involved in situations like that, that not only cause me harm, and extending that grace to other people in the future. But like, you know, it like, like, it's just like a win-win, like, 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 it's like you, you in your healing get to be more effective for going out to the world. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, or, or as I always, I always like to say, you don't know how much impact you have in life. You don't know, right. you know the good that you bring to the world by just being you and just being like kind to people that work at gas stations and not flipping off the guy who cuts you off, like yeah. having the space for that. And you posed that question earlier. What can I do? What can I do? And it felt so like in, in that conversation, it felt so helpless. You know, but what you're talking about now, that is what you can do. That is what well, I can do. It's what we can do. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm trying to do. I just, yeah. <laughs> like, it's just, what, you know, within the context of, 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 of that tidal wave of like, you know, of the wave of nonsense that comes with that is like, it's like, oh, like, I can't change the way the world views mental health problems. I can't change the way that you know, an entire, you know, society of people deals with, like, income inequality or classism, like, but I don't have to. Yeah. I just, I, I just have can, to be oh, good. You can just change the way you treat others, you know? I can hold yeah. space for that friend who's having a mental health crisis, or I can, you know, uh, <laughs> a bitch with one of my comrades about the fucking system's fucked you know and that can bring enough like solace at times there's like like what is it a <laughs> hammer and a sickle is that what the kids are into <laughs> is that what the kids are into 
Oh, man. No. So are, are we going to talk about Last of Us? Have you watched the last episode? No, I haven't, I haven't seen the last two episodes. I'm going to finish them today. So I, I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather talk about that, just to be honest. And um, <laughs> I, lo- I look forward to revisiting forgiveness. Like, like I figure we hit each one of these once a year, like happiness, joy, forgiveness, compassion, you know, mm-hmm. all of those things once a year. And just we get to see how, how our perspectives shift and change yeah. based on where we're at and love. Wouldn't that be nice? How fun. We could start a chakra series. We could chart we start a a root chakra. We could start the root. Let's do it. The root. No, let's talk about <laughs> ego next week. Let's just make it easy. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> now my brain's like because the thing is is like I don't I have no expertise to talk about chakras you know like that is not um uh, it's not a part of my like knowledge base it's not a part of my culture like um it's very interesting to me and there are like meditations that I do you know um that like integrate that kind of stuff but as far as like talking about it in a <laughs> podcast um it would be interesting it's the way that I would translate that for my own experience would be like, where am I grounded? Talking about like being grounded. Um, talking about like, where is what feels like home to me in my body and in my experience. <laughs> so I like all that. Um, also super down to talk about the, uh, and maybe, maybe that goes with ego, you know, um, maybe that's a good counterpart to that kind of conversation but yes anyways that's all next week stuff we'll mm-hmm. text about it <laughs> i uh <laughs> hey i mean we could talk about uh we could talk about some herbalism things some some diy uh remedies that people can do it yeah home. i would love to hear you talk about that or some wiccan stuff oh my god tarot cards anything let's go it's our thing we don't there's so many things we could talk about no one oh my god wieners someday oh man (laughs) again that's really your you will have to do the talking no no i like the thing is i just have to have sex one time and then we can talk about it yo (laughs) i just have to get that first one out of the way and then we'll have a whole episode on it'll be dope man i love you i love you too dude I love you too, Theo. You're a you're an excellent, excellent friend and a a very solid comrade. Because <laughs> apparently, I, you know, it just took you know, it just took just took a couple years of losing things, and then I was like, yeah, the socialism stuff sounds pretty good. No. Not too shabby, my friend. Yeah, that's weird. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> that's strange. You mean? No, there's, there's a lot more to it than that. I yeah, I believed in many many values. Some may find difficult before, but you know, like healthcare as a human right. You know, difficult things like that. It was you know mostly like yeah yeah. But don't worry. Don't worry, don't worry. The federal government's definitely going to take care of all the money in those banks. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> and, I would uh, love to talk about herbalism sometime. Me too, and keep, <laughs> keep politics as far away from this podcast as possible. I just don't, it's like that very, very, very childish phrase of if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything and I don't I don't have anything nice to say um I have lots of nice things to say about community and about building a like meditative practice and a spiritual life and about herbalism and about health and wellness and not about the other things you know what I would love to do is a recovery survival guide for beginners like like just some like like, 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 this is like some friend advice. Yeah. And you know, like friend advice isn't about being like correct or PC or like, you know, some, some like, Hey, 
don't take this too seriously for this six months, like, or don't, you know, Hey, like do, do, do this thing. Remember to take multivitamins. Maybe yoga is a good, you know, like, you know, just a beginner yeah. guide, especially I, I'd be really interested in a uh, female beginner guide hmm. to uh, recovery. Cause I imagine there's more pitfalls for women. I could probably, I could throw something together. I don't know. <laughs> I Perhaps do have a, that experience. You know, just like, you know, everyone's going to seem like your best friend. <laughs> anyway. I, uh, well, mm. so another thing that I will say about forgiveness and about that in particular is that um, things don't have to stay the same forever. You know, I think that a lot of people, and maybe women specifically, but maybe just people, um, go into life and or recovery with this idea that once you are something, or once you are something to someone else, that it's supposed to be that way forever. And people change, and they grow, and that's okay, and that's important even. Um, And so... It's okay if it changes. I think it's a really and one thing a, I would put in that survival guide. It's okay if it changes. That's that's great. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll get to work on having sex that one time, and then you get to work on uh, the survival guide, and we'll be okay. And we'll have two episodes ready for some time <laughs> in the future. <laughs> man Uh, this is you know what like like i thought forgiveness was gonna be worse (laughs) i think this went okay i think this yeah i think it's great yeah um fantastic even but uh (laughs) forgiveness was gonna be worse but but it's okay because um at the end of the day um i love you and thanks for listening i i really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to hear us out and uh i'll check in with theo just to make sure that hasn't changed yeah i love you all thank you it's fantastic well kids it's been a it's been another banger of an episode thanks for thanks for taking the ride with us hell yeah yeah. (laughs) maybe that's why i haven't had sex yet bro I love how many times you've mentioned it now. Yeah. It's fantastic. And signing off. Also, yeah. I still have it. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, it's it's manifestation. Speaking oh, into existence. Oh, okay. Well, you keep saying that you're not. You need to say that you are. I well, I mean, manifestation no, I, I just want people to think that I have it. Oh, okay. And then it'll be like, oh, man, I feel so bad for him. Oh, you know. Better reach out. I'm cutting this part out 100%. 100%.